Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day three of the Anatomy of Marriage question and answer. 100 days of Q's and A's. And we are very happy that you're here. If you're new here, welcome. We have over 100 episodes of the podcast. Well, we have like 200 and something episodes of the podcast, but we've got all sorts of different formats available to you. So there's long story format. There's multiple interview format. There's marriage mornings. There's live Q&A's. So check all of those things out. We talk about all sorts of things related to marriage, and we want you to have the best resources that's why we do our show. That's right. So, and in this new format, we do a couple different things. We pray, we share a past gratitude, we read a review of the day, and then we answer you guys' questions. And mm-hmm. today, as of lately, today's show is brought to you by audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free Audiobook. book on us. Do it. We live there. It's awesome. I'm going to drive to work today. Guess what? I'm listening to books. I'm messing with the camera. It makes you better. Trust um, me. Yeah, so go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get your free audiobook on us. All right, so why don't you pray? Because you said you wanted to last time. Okay. Um, dear God, thank you so much for all of our blessings. Help us take this day and bring the best to it, bring the best selves for our partners, the best parenting for our children, and the best friendships for others. God, thank you so much for all that we've been given, and amen. Amen. Uh, we encourage you to do these things with us every day, so do them with your partner. Pray with your partner, share gratitude with your partner, and then um, work on the... Th- talk about the things we talked about, I guess, you know? That's right. I'm so, okay. I'm so used to marriage mornings, I'm like yeah, I know, thrown. I know. Okay, well, what are you thankful for that this guy did yesterday? Just how, I mean, you're not feeling well, but you still work you're really hard. You're thankful I'm not feeling well. But you still work really hard. So I'm thankful that... You got me. That's drama. Uh, but I'm nice thankful try. that you continue to still just work super hard, even though you're not feeling mm-hmm. well. So There's thank a lot you. to do. And I'm thankful that you are doing your um, productivity book. 
I can tell that you're being intentional about a lot of stuff. So thanks. Okay, mm-hmm. on to the review of the duh. Okay, five stars. Marriage Saver 5.0. Hello. This show is awesome. Recommended to me by a fellow churchgoer right after the first season, uh, parentheses, heartjerker. I love the raw and transparent nature of this couple. They continue to normalize things for myself about and about my marriage. I don't have a great marriage yet, but with tools like this, there is hope. I love you both. Thank you for your candidness and your relentless dedication to your followers. Yes. Yes is you right. are welcome. <laughs> and I lost my balance. You're welcome. This is why we do it. We want to help other people. And we are helping ourselves in the process and having fun. So thank mm-hmm. you for that five star review. Go to iTunes and rate and read the show. Okay. And it's re- and thank you to everyone who has already rate, rated and reviewed the show. It's super helpful. It's really encouraging to us because it's sometimes it's hard to be motivated to just do something no one is asking you to do. All right. So <clears throat> questions of the day. Do you okay. want to read one? We're starting with listener questions. And I didn't mention this. If you're listening to the podcast and you wonder who we're talking to, there are we are live on Instagram and Facebook right now. So we are talking to our people who are talking to us on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. All right. So um, here's a question that we got in our email. My question is how to be a better partner to someone who has depression. I try to be patient and understanding, but I seem to keep missing the mark. When I suggest things that I've heard from your podcast, like stop thoughts or focusing on the positive, my husband says that he is just, that is not how his brain works. And I seem to make everything worse. We are working on getting a psychotherapist soon. So any tips that you have about depression? Yes. As a psychotherapist, uh, well, that says I'm, we were talking about getting a psychiatrist soon, not a psychotherapist. So there's a difference. Psychiatrists can prescribe meds. Psychotherapists cannot, which I cannot. But there is, uh, there are multiple studies, longitudinal, and there's a whole breadth and depth of research that suggests that treatment for depression is best treated through medication, some sort of psychotropics, and counseling. So the combination of those two, people have the highest highest efficacy rates. So I would suggest that. I'm really glad that you're doing that. And for a spouse who has a spouse who is suffering with depression, it's very important just to understand to understand that this is a biological thing. Sometimes depression has been described as we have a dam and sometimes the water level is here. And, well, it's supposed to be here, supposed to be equal. And here's the dam, here's the the chemicals that kind of regulate our brains and make us uh, uh, feel um, normal, our baseline. And when we have depression, we have a biological drop in those happy chemicals. And it's like the water level of the dam is low. And through through um, medication and counseling, it makes that watermark higher. So just understand that it is a physical thing. Try not to take it uh, super personal or internalize it and just support your partner as best you can. Um, things like, well, just feel better or it's going to get better. Those types of statements really don't help because they're not very empathetic or understanding. So if you're saying things like that, then um, uh, try to be aware of those. And you're right, things like stop thoughts and focusing on the positive, that's not going to work with someone who has who suffers from depression. When I've had, well, I guess I've never, I don't, I'm not clinically depressed or anything, but even if I'm in a bad mood, even those types of things just don't help. So try to steer away from those, support your partner best they can, give them what they need Mm -hmm. uh, when they need it. The things that came to my mind about that is the dam imagery is confusing to me. It never quite makes sense. But Mm -hmm. what I was thinking of is if you're trying to ride a bike, let's say you and your partner are riding a bike on a trail, but your partner's bikes, brakes are stuck on. 
And um, so they're having to work that much harder just to even keep up with your slowest pace, mm -hmm. right? And that's not saying they're damaged, it's bad, blah, blah, blah. We're not putting a negative stigma on they're that. Just it's just work that much a lot harder for them to be at like baseline level. And when in season one, we talk about, uh, I had acute depression um, when we went through everything that we went through. If you haven't heard those episodes, go back and listen to those because those are helpful. But that's how I felt. I was like, just to get to what everyone else was thinking was a normal behavior was like the hardest thing mm -hmm. ever. So <clears throat> what I would say is, I, I go back to what you were saying, like medication and talk therapy are the best things. I would say also to surround yourself and have your partner surround themselves with people who are for them who are like, I want you to be better. I'm so excited for what you're going through, but mm -hmm. not people that, who are going to be like, uh, have you considered doing that? Cause that's right. probably not gonna be helpful. Like, oh, uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then the, the last thing about that too, is that, um, I, I can't focus when your computer waving all over the place. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, the last thing about that too, is that, as, as opposed to saying, have you tried stop thoughts or maybe you can do this, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you can sit down with your partner um, either in therapy sessions or just on your own and say, how can I best serve you when you're feeling the lowest? Yeah. And that might look totally different than what you think it looks like. And Seth and I run into this all the time where I was trying to like encourage him and motivate him and he's like, I don't want you to do that. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, because that's exactly what I thought right. you would want. So, you, so yeah. you have to ask those questions when... Uh, depression is low and when you aren't uh, feeling super down yeah yeah okay any reading listening information about reparenting and i know this is from our friend brad because i responded in an email to mm -hmm. this so what there so dr dan siegel has some stuff about reparenting mm -hmm. um i think in he has several books uh but one of them was like the whole brain child i think or mm -hmm. mind brainstorm he's got books about like teenagers brains and how our, that impacts us, how we were parented and all that kind of stuff. So you can check out, just Google like Dan's, Dr. Dan Siegel and, and reparenting. And, and, yeah, not reparenting because there's a big difference in, in reparenting therapy. That's when the, the therapist acts as a, as a um, surrogate parent in session, which, oh. is, which is fine. It might get weird. You mean self-reparenting. Yes, yeah. self-reparenting. And this basically is an idea that you can go back to, this is you, you know, the, the adult you, going back to the six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10-year-old you, asking that little kid what they needed, and then giving that to them emotionally, because who mm -hmm. else knows better what you need than you, you yeah. right? And you can treat yourself as how you wished you were treated then. You can do this through self-talk, through quiet, reflective time, and journaling, and it's super powerful. The, there's also the School of the School of Life London has a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And if you Google the School of Life reparenting, there's like a video about it. It's great. It is really great. But I want to read this. Andy G. The Human says, being active together has really helped myself and my significant other stay connected just by going for walks on a on a bike trail. Thankfully, haven't had to use meds. So that is something I'm so glad that you brought up because moving your body helps your mind. Yes. And um, depression, you want to stay down. You want to feel like a slug. That's what you want when you're depressed, but mm -hmm. that is not what your mind and body needs. So yes, moving, moving, moving. Find the things that bring yeah, you joy. I forgot to talk yeah. about that. The, the combination of meds, talk therapy, exercise, movement, and also diet. Diet is a huge. phenomenal effect. It's remember, biopsychosocial spiritual. It's everything. Yeah, remember, it's all in a wheel. Every, every 
point mm-hmm. affects another point in our yeah circle. and maybe as the partner that's what you can search for together is the like what thing mm-hmm. will bring you motivation to get up and all that stuff so. okay number three my husband and i are recently married learning to do the dance of how we interact with others together as a couple i'm all about authentic deep meaningful conversation while he loves to be the entertainer and keep things light and silly it's a great balance when it's just the two of us but when others are around we are still learning to honor these differences do you have any advice on how we can do this well without feeling like we want to control each other's behavior that's a good one that is a good one let's think about that for a minute it's very kindly worded also Uh uh-huh okay so i'm just thinking back through times where you and i have been in social situations and you were this way and i was this way and maybe i got offended by something or you got offended by something um let's see maybe that's when like we both internalized like a lot of what the other was doing and we got mad which like we're trying to be a fruit smoothie and not a fruit salad. Yes. If you, okay, so fruit smoothie versus fruit salad, that's Dr. Dan Siegel's language around differentiation. Mm-hmm. And we have that in multiple episodes, but it's, I think he talks about it in identi- the identity episode, which I think is mm-hmm. nine, mm-hmm. episode nine in season one. I would Google Dan C- or search Dan Siegel on our website, anatomyofmarriage.com, and you can find those episodes if you haven't heard them yet. But um, one of the things that I, th- remember specifically was my behavior would offend you like that I would behave differently than Seth bothered him but what Seth didn't do would offend me so his behavior didn't necessarily offend me but what he did what I my expectation that I thought he would do would offend me which is stupid um but But that being said, Mm -hmm. Dr. Dan Siegel talks about the concept of being a fruit salad and not a fruit smoothie, meaning I don't need to take, you know, my sort of mango-ness and his pineapple-ness and mash it into one smoothie. We can have a salad where he can be pineapple-y and I can be mango-y and it's not offensive to the other that you're not just like me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of the things you want to think about is that is why often why we fall in love with our partner because they're a pineapple and not a mango, right? right? They're different. They bring a different flavor and a spice and all of that stuff. So you want to promote linkages. Where's the overlap of Mm -hmm. of how you guys go well together? And then so you honor your differences. You honor how you're different. Your pineapple ness, my mango ness. You honor that, Mm -hmm. and then you promote. The overlap. You promote how you can be the same, not the same, but where you can sort of overlap in that relationship. Does that make sense? Yes. And also, I would say, do that, what Melanie's saying. And then also, if you do have conflict around that, use the clearing structure. Hey, what you said at that party mm-hmm. made me feel like this. This is what I want for myself. This mm-hmm. is what I want from you. And this is what I make up about it. And then go from there. Yeah. And then hopefully that will distill any kind of weird feelings or whatever. So... Let them them be them, mm-hmm. you be you, promote those linkages, and then use the clearing structure when you do have yeah. some funkiness. And the clearing structure is on our website at anatomyofmarriage.com. It's really easy. It's downloadable, fillable PDF. So you can use that together. I would say, too, if you're, say, if you're feeling like you're struggling... Uh, a man <laughs> apple. <laughs> That's really funny. That's funny. Um, but if you feel like you're struggling to... You want to control your partner's behaviors, I would suggest maybe like lovingly figure out the pattern that's going on that makes you feel like you want to control their behavior and 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 kind of meditate on it. Think yeah. about why is it that I want to control that? What makes me uncomfortable about that? And just do your own personal work about why you feel the desire to control your partner. Uh, right. That doesn't mean you have to tell your partner. Just do your personal work there. Do your own work. Let's okay, see. I'm going to read this one. 
I'm super struggling with the idea your spouse comes first when society pushes the kids coming first. What's your thoughts in this? Can they both be equal priority? We have a kiddo with mm. special needs. Okay, so here's what I'd say to you. I thought this too. Uh, oh, your spouse comes first, blah, blah, blah. You come first. Now, that sounds totally antithetical to what we've been taught in a lot of, you know, may, well, a lot of like church culture mm-hmm. and stuff. No, you come first. It's the exact example as whenever you fly on an airplane, whose mask do they tell you to put on first? Yours. Yours. Because if you're struggling, if you all oh, want to take care of my kids and whoever, no, then you, you can take care of your kid. They can be breathing, but you pass out. What good are you to them? Mm-hmm. You're not, right? So you're not going to be any good to your spouse. You're not going to be any good to your kids if you don't have your own mask on. So what do you do for self-care? What do you do for um, whatever it is, healing, meditation, work? What gives you life? What brings you joy in your life? Because if you're happy, a lot of times that is going to have a trickle-down effect. Now, kids with special needs, that's a different thing. So I would say I'm very familiar with kids with special needs. My mom was a, a school teacher, uh, special needs for years. I worked as an aide for years during college and that's my whole jam, right? I have relatives who have special needs. That is a really hard thing. Mm-hmm. So we respect that. You're doing a great job. And that is where you have to even pay more attention to how you are filling up your cup because a kid with special needs, whatever, autism, Down syndrome, whatever it is, they are a lot of work. Like, I understand this. So if your cup isn't filled, then you're just going to be, boom, gas tank on empty at the end of the day after the kid goes to bed or whatever, your spouse. So you absolutely have to have that time. and You, you and your spouse have to get into a routine of what works, what doesn't work. This is sustainable. This is a, a season for, you know, three weeks we can do this, and then we have to go back to a different schedule or whatever. So I'd really, really pay attention to what do you do. And I want to say something, too. So, Melanie, yesterday I'm, I've been sick, or maybe it was the day. Well, I've been sick for like three days, which sucks. But Melanie said, hey, what do you what do you need to do right now? And it was really awesome because like for the first time ever, I literally felt like, you know what? If I really wanted to, I could just drive to the woods right now and just like sit Mm -hmm. and kind of like literally meditate. Yeah. Right. And I actually felt that that would be the right, I I felt that it, you would be fine with that. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel it was was the right thing to do just because we had a ton of work and stuff to do. But for the first time in like almost literally forever, I was like, I can do that if mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah. Well, let me clarify. I called him and just said, I know you're going through a lot. You're not feeling well. What do you need mm-hmm. that would help you feel better? Is that, you know, going hunting by yourself, going swimming, going, uh, do you want to take a nap? Do you want to have sex? Like, what do you need that mm-hmm. would make you feel better? And so I just called him and said, like, I will do what the, th- the thing is that you need. If that's right. cooking dinner for whatever, if that's whatever, right? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in a way, I was letting you tell me exactly what you needed instead of guessing. Right. Because often was, I just try to guess yeah. and it's never right usually. Which is really awesome. I don't think I took advantage of any of those things. Well, really. I mean, I, we're busy. I but mean, just the, the fact that knowing mm-hmm. that was there was very helpful so yeah thank you but i did want to say too that it's a tricky situation because 
Uh, and even the language, like you say, can they be both or equal priority? Like we pri- we try to prioritize these things. Mm-hmm. And in real life, we kind of can't. Pr- I mean, it's like uh, you're not prior. We, we can't prioritize it the way that we think of like, okay, A and then B and then C. Because sometimes when you're doing A, X comes along and you're like, right. I can't do C now. Right. Um, so I would try to figure out what's the healthiest way that you can find balance in all of these things. So uh, if having a special needs child means that sometimes they come into your room when you're like trying to take a nap, you know, that's a thing that happens and mm-hmm. that you can't just be like prioritizing a nap right now. No, right. You, you got to find the balance. So how right. can we sort of drop in the healthiest things possible in it, like slip them in where they fit in throughout the day all the time? Cause I think often we compartmentalize like, okay, healthy living is going to the gym. What if it's just parking farther away and walking to the grocery store through right. the whole parking lot? That seems like a silly example, no. but that puts health in, in little increments throughout your whole day. So that could be anything from reading together with your spouse. Like, and this is a conversation that you have with your spouse. Like how can we bring these things together in a way that's like little raindrops throughout the day instead mm-hmm. of fire hosing, like working out at the gym for two hours, you know, like that right. kind of stuff isn't possible for lots of people. So I, I wish there was more awareness just socially around that idea that you can kind of sprinkle in health in lots of different ways, reading, exercise, you diet. Set, you could set a five minute health alarm. Oh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. breathe for five minutes or whatever yeah or meditate four or uh-huh. do push-ups i mean there's many times where if i'm tired i do push-ups instead of like eat candy <laughs> and you will feel better like it's all it's all there so i don't know if that answered your question but mm-hmm. i think that it is really important to try to look for small ways to create the health that we want in our yeah. relationships with our children and our spouses I and i think it can be done so okay all question. right we're up to 20 minutes so Thank you, guys. Hope you're loving the new format. This is day three. We like it a yeah. lot. Keep those questions coming in. Please, please remember, if you want to, which I suggest you do, go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy and marriage to get your free book. Audiobook. It's an audiobook. It's not it's just a free, a book. free audiobook. <laughs> yes. Free thing you can listen to and grow from. So anything else? Um, and please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. This is a great way to grow our community and grow conversation around these topics. So please, please, please share the podcast and rate it and review it. Mm. And thank you so much for All being right. with us this morning. Good. Have an All amazing right. Bye, day. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.